Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Benjamin Betts. It's all about the Benjamin Betts, baby. You know what's up? Yes, and Benjamin Betts, baby. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Benjamin Betts. I am Jared Downhower, one of your hosts, and with me always is Corey Dickman. This show exists so that we can make bets every week and give all of our winnings to charity. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want with your winnings because thus far, there's winnings this season. Uh, So what we like to do is we're going to be talking a little NFL week five today. We're going to throw a little teaser out there at the end of the episode about something else that's cooking that we're passionate about that starts Mm -hmm. here in a couple of days. But uh, Corey, first, how are you doing? You know, I've been better. I finally got the got the COVID, so you know it took it took three and a half years, but uh, it's an impressive it, run for your immune system. I try, yeah, it, you know, kudos to the immune system, but it, you know, my wife and kid got it, and uh, there was no way of avoiding it at that point. So, but it's okay. I'm hanging in there. The show must go on. The show must go on. And might I make the analogy that your immune system is much more like the San Francisco D than the Pittsburgh D? this past mm. week which shafted me from winning so many things did but collectively i've lost my last two fantasy weeks by a collective six points <laughs> that, that's correct folks six points combined over the past two weeks has jared at owen foreign fantasy very depressing that is uh, yeah the 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 kick or the the field goal kicker one from two weeks ago was pretty brutal and then yeah this past week i mean you can look at how many different players you could have not played or scenarios that could have happened and you would have got that win. Um, the worst. It's the worst. So couple that with uh I went 0 and 3 in my picks. Corey went 2 and 1. 2 and 4 for the week. Our mortgage bet did not hit either. It was uh it was a woof, <sighs> rough week 4. It was rough. Yeah, we 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 attempted the Thursday game which I said I was worried about. I think we never do well on that, but we tried, and that one did not pan out. And it reminded me of a clip from a movie, and I'm going to play that real quick for us here. By the way, if you have it, not like this. Not like this. Good old Matrix, you know, not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Let's at least have a chance at hitting the parlay. And we got done dirty by the Detroit Lions against the Packers. But we feel rejuvenated this week, Jared. We're going to – I mean, are we going to hit it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should come into it with more um, 
oh, I don't know, not optimistic optimism, maybe. I don't know. I just maybe a I'm level just, a level head, maybe. A level head. I don't know, a level head. And then we'll be pleasantly surprised when we go six oh and win everybody some money. So that would be great. I'm just gonna be real. I do not love this week. I'm looking at the matchups. I've looked at the matchups. I have no I'm just gonna say I have no good bet for the people this week. Like past weeks there were some easy guarantees and we have made money off of those but it's like you telling me off the air it's a bye week there's not as many games to bet on and i don't love any of our matchups so my picks are going to be just everybody that's listening i'm going all over under this week i don't love any of the spreads and it's going to be a wild ride so buckle up i love that I love it. I love it. I think, I think going in with that kind of strategy, you know, because then if you lean towards maybe some of your fantasy people, your, your fantasy players, then if you pick the over, you know, you're kind of in line there with what you're rooting for, which is obviously how sports betting works, right? I mean, it's just like what you're going to be rooting for. That's what happens. 100%. Yeah. Okay. You want to, uh, you, you, you want to start us off with the first one? I am going to start us off with the first one, if that's all right with you. Uh, this team did me dirty last week, but they seem to be in form. They're at home again. They play very well at home. They've got a team coming in that has the ability to put up some points. So I'm taking the over here at 48 and a half Jacksonville coming into Buffalo noon Ooh. game or no, this is a, this is a foreign game. This is going to be uh, across the pond. So it's not a home game. It's a it's a home game per se. Either way, I don't care. Let's score some points for Europe. Let's make it happen. I'll take the over Buffalo Jags. Oh, I like that. I think that's good. I think there will be a lot of points scored in that game. And Jacksonville is like, you know, London's like their second home. So, you know, let's be real. That's probably where they'll move to at some point in time. So I like that. I think there will be a lot of points scored. I like game. it. Defenses are tired. They don't travel well. Points, 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 points in London. I want to go to a team that gave up 70 points this year um, to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they're playing the Jets. And in order for me to tell you which way I'm going to lean, uh, I need my friend Arnold Schwarzenegger to help me out here. Arnold. I got it. <laughs> The Jets got two. <laughs> There's Jets. <laughs> the COVID. The COVID. The Jets are getting two points. They got two. Give me New York plus two in this game. I, I I know there's no Rogers, and I know the Jets are the Jets, but the Broncos are the Broncos. And I think Zach Wilson showed some showed some things against Kansas City. I think they'll hang with Denver. Give me two points. Give me the Jets plus two in that game. It's 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 in Denver. Probably not much of a home field. I know the altitude, yada yada. Uh, give me Jets plus two. Shock the world. I like that. I I'm taking us to the game of the week. This is by far the best game of the week. Everybody will be watching this game because it has the potential to be an NFC championship playoff type of game scenario. It's Dallas going into the 49ers. But I just don't, I don't believe in either offenses. Like 
45. Okay, so what you're like I you could win here at a 21-20, which these teams have played the past couple of years, and this score does not go high. It's at San Francisco. If any team is going to score points, it's going to be San Francisco. So you could even win here with like uh, your push at 31-14 at something like like that's your worst case scenario. So I'm taking the under in this defensive standoff. I love that, man. I, I had that marked down right here. Uh, that was going to be a pick of mine. I, I think this is under all the way. Uh, the Cowboys have really only scored on defense this year. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen in this game, but I don't think their offense is going to put up a bunch of points. Uh, I think this is going to be yeah, totally uh, slow-paced. You, know, you, you might get a McCafferty touchdown. I, I think this is going to be – this is going to be two juggernauts going at it, but yeah, 45 seems high. Um, unless it was just like a pick sixes or something like that. I, I just, if it's straight up 45 under, I love that pick all day, baby. Let's go. I want to go to the opposite of what you're looking at here. <laughs> I want to go to the over, but I have a clip for you. You and your friend. Any girl. Any girl. Okay, I don't know where to start. I'll take that one right there. She got to come. Oh, yes. She's very nice. She is nice, but I hurt my back and my neck, and I need a little bit more massage, you know? So I'm going to take her in the pink, too. Oh, yes. And let me get her. And then I'm going to have her. Can, can I get her, too? And her right there, right there. She good with feet? Oh, yes. What are you doing? She said I can have any girl I want in here, man. Calm down with me. Well, hurry up. Hey, what's wrong with you? You don't jump in front of a black man in a buffet line. Calm down. Well, Let the friend have big appetite. That may also be the name of my fantasy team this year. <laughs> but big man has big appetite. Kansas City <laughs> at Vikings. Jared, it, you're going to have your pick. You got Justin Jefferson touchdown, TJ Hawkinson touchdown, Travis Kelsey touchdown. You probably get Pacheco. I'm so sorry to bring him up. Touchdown. You're gonna have the pick. You don't get in front of a you don't get in front of any man in a buffet line. Because there's gonna be points scored all over the field here. Give me over 52 and a half, Kansas City at the Vikings. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, I Go think I think there's I think there's some goodness there. Uh my last one, I'm going uh for my home team here, and that's Titans at Colts. Now, I think the temptation when you look at an AFC South matchup like this is to take the under. But both of these teams are averaging a right around about like 20 to 24 points, which is a great under over bet. But I'm the Titans have surprised me this year. And honestly, so have the Colts. So I think, you know, you're sitting here and you're like, oh, the under's the better bet. I think we're going over 42 and a half this game. Mm -hmm. I just think this is, you're going to see some running. You're going to see, you're going to see some things that you don't expect, but I don't expect defenses to just overwhelm either one of these teams. So I'm taking the over Titans at Colts. I love that, man. I, I think that, you know, Titans, they played better last week against Cincinnati. They were scoring points. They put up 27 points. I, I think this game, 
will be high scoring. Indianapolis shows that in when they were down 23 nothing and then scored 23 points last yeah. week, 23 streets forced overtime. So it's like they're going to put up points. I love the over there. I thought that was pretty low. Um, I'm going to go this next one to the dirty south, the dirty, dirty. Mm. And I think the Texans, they have a chance, Jared, to, to, to not just win this game this week, but win this division. I think the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud, the defense is, they're not bad. Like, I, I think they're a good team. I think they have good receivers. Atlanta, I don't even know who they are. Ritter is not a good quarterback. I think the Houston Texans, they're, they're not favored. They're plus one and a half. I like plus one and a half. Give me the road dog in this one. Uh, I think that's my trend this week with the, the road dog, the Jets and the Texans. But not going, like not going out right here. Should we just go money line? Let's just money, do money line. Money line. Let's, let's go one and a half. Nah, plus come on. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Plus, plus 108. I like that. Uh, give me Texans, baby. All right. Well, let me let me uh, reread those real quick just for everybody at home. And then we will move on to talking about our mortgage. Just so you know, we always put $10 on a parlay. $10 on this six-leg parlay is going to win you $509.61. I've already said this feels like an off week. We've never won this. Miracles happen all the time. But just letting you know, as we start off, we are going to be skipping the Thursday game. We're looking at our first game in London on Sunday early for us here in America. We're taking the over here. Tired defenses, points, points, points. Take the over. Corey taking us down to the dirty south. Texans are trending in the right direction. We're taking them outright at Atlanta. Titans going to the Colts at another noon game. We like the over here. Don't be baited in by the under. There's going to be some points in this game. Heading on to our later slate of games, Chiefs going to Vikings. I agree with Corey. The over is set at 52 and a half. It could be set at 152 and a half. There are going to be points, points, points. And it's like, he's like you said, pick your poison of who's going to be catching touchdowns for either of these teams. Fifth bet, we've got Jets at Broncos. Both of these teams should be relegated, as I've said about many teams over our season. But I agree. Wilson looked good. Hopefully he's on the up and up, even though you have Denver coming out of their three-game slide into a win. Take the Jets, plus two. I think it'll be close. I like the plus two there. And then finally, game of the week. This is much CTV. Great scheduled game by the NFL on Sunday night. Cowboys going to San Fran. Potential playoff matchup. The temptation here for some people, and I don't know why, is to take the over. These are two staunch defenses. Take the under. Take your free money. Get out of Dodge. Corey. Lead us into our mortgage. Looking at our schedule this week, you don't have your team to bet on. They're resting up a little bit, it looks like. So how are we going to guarantee that our mortgage gets taken care of this week? Well, before we figure out how our mortgage gets taken care of, we need a little help to, uh, deciding how we picked these uh, two two games. So uh, take it away. A holding penalty on me every time. Did I ask for your excuses? You want to act like a star? You better give me a star effort. Do you hear me? Forget about him. Forget about him. And I think the good old remember the Titans, Jared. Remember the Titans. We're not picking the Titans, obviously. 
But you know what, Jared? Forget about him. That's what Miami needs to be telling themselves in the locker room. They had a weird game against the Bills. Forget about him. So we're taking Miami minus six. We're going to tease this down four and a half points. It's minus ten and a half, which is wild to me. The, the Giants are not a good team. This is at Miami. I think they're going to be out for blood. And, and I said this when we started doing the podcast again. We've said it the week they scored 70. If Tua plays, this team has a shot. No, I'm sorry, not just a shot. They're favored, and they're going to put up points. So he's healthy. I think last week the Bills had something to prove, and they had a chip on their shoulder. This is the reverse. The Dolphins got a chip on their shoulder. Give me minus six all day. And then another team that just needs to forget about him. They need to move on from remembering Tom Brady. And the poor Patriots, they just haven't been able to move on in their life. Forget about him. Then you have the Saints who had a run with Breeze. You know, Breeze and and Brady, like the top two throwers of all time, yardage-wise. They're not there anymore. So this is going to be a low-scoring game, Saints at Patriots. We're going to get, it's it's set at 39 and a half. We get plus 44 right here. There is no way on God's green earth, Jared, that these (laughs) two teams score 44 points in this game. It just won't happen. You can put that mortgage. You can sleep like a baby. These two games, these two are going to hit. We got, Mahomes did his real dirty last week and we would have covered the mortgage. Um, Patrick has some has some answering to do for why he slid there instead of scoring that touchdown. But this one I feel very, very good about. Lock it in. Call your banker. You're all good. Miami minus six. Oh, uh, the, uh, plus 44. We're going under for Saints at New England. I love that. I, I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, the Giants are garbage right now. Miami in a, in a like a comeback game. And then yeah, I mean you couldn't you couldn't tell me to pick who's gonna win that Saints Patriots game, but I love teasing up and taking uh, the under there. I think that's genius, genius. I think like you said, everybody can rest well, knowing that they're just gonna they just t- they took five seconds, ten seconds, made a bet, and then their mortgage is paid. I mean, what yeah. if I had what? a doc if I had a Doctor Evil clip right here? What what what's what what what, what do you what's, want? What's got like what? What <laughs> we are we are taking requests for next week, so maybe we'll get that one. Absolutely, in. absolutely. Just guarantee there always will be at least one, at, at least, least, at least one rush hour uh <laughs> clip in our show. Fantastic. It would be hard not to put one in there. It is, sure. it is. Well, lock in those, but before we close out, I want to talk about something that is coming up that we have a lot of fun betting on every year. If you're not familiar with esports, esports is people playing competitive video games on a lot of different. It could be shooters, it could be real-time strategy games, card games. There's so many different ways, and thankfully, the sport, the betting world, is keeping up with that. One of the biggest events in the esports world every year is a game called League of Legends. It is what's called a MOBA, um, and it is. Millions upon millions of people across the world play this. The World Championship starts this weekend, and we're going to be start talking about that. We're not going to start betting until we get to past the play-in round where most of our major regions come in, I believe, Corey. Um, but start watching this week. Check it out. It's really cool. It, in some respects, feels like basketball. It's a five-on-five games. Similar to basketball, everyone has a role in basketball. You know, you have your guards and your forwards. 
in League of Legends, you have your tops, your mids, your supports. Everybody has a role. So it's really neat. Be sure to be looking for that. And then it's just fun to pick up on and you can play it as well as watch it. But Corey, here's my question to you as we move towards League of Legends world. Will we see a different region outside of our Eastern teams show up this year? No, uh, no, thought, thought a lot about it. No, it, I mean, admittedly, I've not been up on uh, watching as much as in the past. Uh, I, I was watching a lot of spring split, some NA teams and EU, but I just have to think going into this, Jared, it, it's still going to be China. It's still going to be Korea. Like I, I just, this is, this is just the pattern. And until a Western team can show us that they understand how to play the map and the global objectives and not just chase these kills. I, I can't get behind these, uh, these American teams specifically, you know, Europe has, Europe has come close and I think they are a good blend of both, uh, you know, understanding that the metagame uh, and being able to win lane and things like that. But it's got to still be Korea and China, right? I mean, who, who, I, I can't see them not winning. Yeah, it's it, I'm I'm tend to agree with you. It's hard for me if you know anything about North America. It's so volatile. There's there's not a team that just stands out anymore that you're like we're sending this team in. The favorite of this past American season was Cloud9 and what do they do? They run the top bracket and lose in four games to a team off the bottom bracket in the finals in NRG. And it's just like what what momentum or what faith do you have now in this team that's supposed to be put together to compete well at the international levels who got rocked last year. I, I don't, I don't have any faith. I don't, I don't see a team sneaking out of like the CD LOL in Brazil or Oceania or anything like that. Uh, Generally it's been a Europe team uh, like G2 or like Fnatic or in recent years, Mad Lions that could potentially have a run just because they have enough individual talent to surprise some of these Eastern teams in China and Korea. And that's what's been so interesting in the past for us is they have both. Korea and China have the individual players and they have the team dynamic. That's what's so hard to beat them. You're like, well, you can't show up with the Michael Jordan of the West and hope to beat them. No, you can surprise them in a few facets. But yeah. then they know how to recoup and come back at you in a best of series. Yeah, you could probably take a game off them here and there in the pool play. You're just not going to beat them in a, in a best of five. So, and, yeah, and that's what I like about the pool play because you'll get some underdogs that can pull off wins against some of these powerhouse Eastern teams. But, you know, those like just one gamers or whatever. But at the end of the day, yeah, best of threes, best of fives, the, the, the adjustments that are made are just on too much of a high level. I think, and the other teams can't keep up. The other regions can't keep up. Absolutely. If this was uh, March Madness, or if this was how the NFL does their playoff system, or how the NCAA football, it's a different story. I think yeah. that would be more engaging because then at least the worst teams have a prayer, right? But that there's not enough teams to make that realistic for me, and it would go too quick. This is the NBA playoffs system as it should be. You get more content, you get more games. And I just don't think the West has what it takes to get it done. I'd love to be proved wrong. I'd love to see a crazy run. 
Um, but the most fun thing that I've seen in recent worlds is the lower seeded teams making a run out of the Korean or out of the Chinese regions. Yeah, that's cool. And, and for everybody listening, like the way we place uh, wagers on these games is similar to football. I mean, you take over unders on kills, you know, you, there are uh, like money line bets on teams. Uh, there's prop bets on players, how many kills they're going to have individually or assists and things like that. So the way we're going to place our wagers down is actually very similar to how that work for football and basketball. And so much so that here's how we're going to do it. There's going to be a special episode that we're going to release. We're going to keep football going week to week. It'll be a shorter episode if you are interested in dipping your toe into the esports world. I recommend trying it at least once, especially in a setting where there's such high favorites. Again, we're not going to be betting on play-ins. Things tend to be a little more volatile. But once you get into pool play and then bracket play, which is the end of the tournament, you can more often not look in matchups and make better bets, even though your odds may not be fantastic. Be sure to check out that special episode coming out in the next week, but we just wanted you to hear about that on the way out of today's episode. Can't wait, man. It's going to be so much fun. We we love this, and we just love sharing this with other people and educating them in the world of esports. Absolutely. That is going to wrap us up today for Benjamin Betts. Make sure to lock your bets in. By the time this releases, the Thursday game will already be done, but you can still make sure you get your bets in on Saturday, especially for that early game on Sunday morning in London. For Jared and Corey, this has been Benjamin Betts. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.